Hi, everybody. I am Deacon Dave, along with AJ, and welcome to Grace and Suffering, Day 47. Happy Easter, everybody. Happy Easter. I can't believe it. We're... I'm almost I'm almost a little emotional. I'm at like uh, God bumps right now that this is our our last episode together on this. Um, well, that that's series. that's I just wanted to say it, it's been a privilege and a joy to do this podcast um, with you and with Lisa when we were able to um, to get her in here yeah. and working on it. Uh, I definitely feel like it's um, it's been a blessing to me and and the journey that I've been through. And so I just want to thank those that have been listening and thank you for helping me make it happen. And yeah. And you can always continue to share this, but it's Easter, Absolutely. so it's Resurrection, it is, right? It is Resurrection Day, and, and on Resurrection Day, we can say hallelujah again. Hallelujah. Well, that's right. We can. This is being exactly. recorded, so we're good. So, yeah, um, so yeah the, you know, I think about uh, Jesus knowing when he um, went through his passion and, and his walk to Calvary and was put up on the cross that he he knew um, what resurrection meant and he mm-hmm. knew that he would be resurrected and he knew he was going to be with God. Yeah. And just the, the, the hope that, that resurrection, his resurrection can give to us is amazing. And Easter is just a favorite time, you know, for us because it just is the day that we celebrate the the gift that, that God is going to call us all to be with him. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know why I, the, the road to Emmaus just, just popped in my head as you were talking and you know the so often in suffering right the those those men were walking away from Jerusalem they had kind of lost hope mm-hmm. right and even when Jesus was walking with them <laughs> they did not recognize him it wasn't until obviously the breaking of the bread um, that they recognized who he was and so I think um, as, as since it is Easter and, and since obviously there are people here on Easter Sunday that are going through difficulty and suffering that may be listening to this podcast, God, God is present to us. OK, he's present to you. And, and in a real way, he wants us to experience um, that understanding that we will all have that resurrection that we've talked about in this podcast. But there are also those little resurrections that we've talked mm-hmm. about during the Paschal right, Mystery right. episode, right, that 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 we can have um, uh, if our eyes are open to them. And so even in the midst of, of, of me sometimes talking with people who are going through great suffering, there is just like this incredible, powerful um, realization of the Lord, a resurrection, if you will, that Emmaus moment in those people. Mm-hmm. And, and so to see Christ in those people who are suffering and to just be there and be present, um, in many ways, while it's hard, it's also a gift. Yeah, I would think so. Right. And so um, try to be aware of the many breaking of the breads that might be occurring um, in your own suffering, whether you're the one going through it or you're the one who is the caregiver. Well, in Jesus's resurrection, his final and glorious resurrection and the one that we're all hoping for right. is is that hope for eternity that yes. we talked about. Mm-hmm. and. And those many resurrections can be the the many, you know, things we need to validate our hope and to yes. keep us going. And so I think that's I think that's beautiful. Well said. I mean, you know, and it's kind of like it's sort of like um, we need those mm-hmm. those little reminders of hope along the way. And I think the Lord provides those for us if we keep our eyes firmly fixed on him, as you suggest, and don't um, allow ourselves to get mired in the stuff. Because I can imagine with Jeff. 
it'd be really, it would have been really easy. And it probably happened that you got mired just oh, yeah. in the daily stuff. Okay. Yeah. And all of a sudden we can forget that Jesus is, he's the road to Emmaus, even in all that stuff. And he wants us, he wants to be visible to us, even in all of that. Right. Any thoughts on that? Well, the day-to-day stuff, like, like you said before, you know, surrender and hope and faith doesn't take away that day-to-day stuff that's right. tough and that I did not want to do, right. <laughs> that Jeff did not want to endure. But I think allowing God into that and letting him work in it, and quite honestly, letting him work in the times we were mad at each other or the times that we had a horrible day, not a day where we spent laughing, you know, right. letting all of that have meaning mm-hmm. um, just made a huge difference. And I, I want to kind of complete the story, you know, for Jeff, because, you know, I talked on Good Friday about him sitting in front of the cross and, and I knew how powerful that moment was, but I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't realize that he was going to pass away several weeks later uh, because there was no sign. It just amazed me. He wanted to go. I was like, great, he's feeling good, you know. But the odd thing is, is that over the next several weeks, we would always do the walk to defeat ALS um, in Virginia Beach. And the last few years he would go, but he did not want to go and he would get anxious and he would get sick. And it was just this you know, it was a trauma for him to go practically mm-hmm. this particular year. He's like, all right, let's go. And he went and had a great time. And after the walk, he's like, you know, Hey, do you want to go out afterwards? Yeah, let's go out afterwards. And, you know, he's just sitting kind of in the back at this restaurant and he's just sitting there taking it all in. And I, and I realize all this in hindsight now, and we jokingly call it his farewell tour because mm-hmm. I truly think that he knew that it would be soon that he would get to be with God. And God was saying, you take those last few weeks and you be with the people that you love and, you know, soak it all in. And when he took a turn for the worse, um, you know, first I just thought normal, you know, bad day. But the second day when he really wasn't getting better, I looked at him and I asked him, I said, do you think this is it? And he wasn't able to talk, but he would blink um, once for yes. And he blinked yes. And I, and I said to him, I said, are you ready? And he blinked yes. And, you know, several months prior, the hospice thought for sure he was turning the corner and wouldn't live. And I said, do you think this is it? And he's like, no, it's not it. He's like, I'm, I'm not going now. And sure enough, he didn't. <laughs> so just the whole way that that I really think God was with him in that to the point that he not only knew it was time, but that he was like, I've, I've done everything I need to do. And, and it's time. The sense of peace that that gave me was, um, I mean, I can't even describe it. It was again, almost unreal and unbelievable, but because God was the author of it, it, it is believable. Um, and I think that's what set me on this path that ended up in this podcast was I know not everybody has that sense of peace when it's their time. And I know other, our love, not all of our loved ones have that sense of peace. And it, and it makes it so much harder for us to not have them here when we know they weren't at peace. And so I just, anything I can do to help people, I don't know, I'm not going to say that you listen to me and you're going to have peace, but all I'm saying is that, that it is possible to find peace in those moments. Um, And I just want to share what it is that I think 
helped Jeff and I, uh, particularly helped Jeff. Wow. I, what a gift that he was able to do all of that and go to dinner and just kind of have that moment of taking everyone and everything in. I mean, it's just, I mean, make, made me cry while you were sharing the story. And I, I think the other thing was, um, you know, all of the struggles, right? You said there were good days and there were bad days, but all of those days can be sanctified. They can be made holy. They, as you suggested, they all have value and they have purpose if we keep our eyes on, on Christ. So even in the midst of <clears throat> all of that stuff, right, something sanctifying is happening. And, and as you were sharing the story at the beginning, how many people were made holy that came here to help you? Oh, my goodness. How many lives were changed by virtue of how y'all entered into the suffering as a hermitage, as Monsignor suggested? Right. Holy cow. That's just amazing, probably, how many lives were touched. Well, and, and again, it's it, um, it took letting the community in mm -hmm. to support us and to help us in the day-to-day -day things that even... I think allowed us to look outside of just this ALS trauma, you know, right. um, <clears throat> and just being open to other people and being open to God and each other. I mean, it, I mean, and none of it was easy, but we actually, now that I think about it, we must've seen those many resurrections and those many miracles along the way that kept us on that path to say, Hey, there, you know, Something, something is going right in all of this insanity of ALS. Yeah, it would be really, you, you couldn't blame someone if they were very, I think the right word is myopic. If they were just really just focused on their, their situation mm -hmm. and their struggle. I mean, it'd be hard to, to blame or fault anybody oh, right, for that. Right. But, you know, y'all looked at this with a, a Jesus lens and it took a little while, right, for you to get there. But your hearts were open from the very beginning to talk to Monsignor and to do all of these things. And, and so you were able to, look at this through the lens of Christ. And in doing so, the things that he magnified in your life, in Jeff's life, in the lives of other people, was just, a, it is probably goes far beyond what you know and what you realize because those kind of things just, they just echo out. Mm -hmm. and, and so you may know the first one or two lines of that echo, but there's no telling how far uh, it has extended and will continue to extend through the power of God's grace. Well, it's like Jeff said it early on. <clears throat> he believed God had something special planned for him. Didn't think it would be ALS, but mm -hmm. somehow Jeff was able to let God use ALS for him to achieve that special plan that God had for him. And I mean, I think he did a good job with it. And yeah. again, it wasn't easy and it wasn't always... Uh, wasn't what we wanted it to be, um, but I think it. Uh, well, I know, I know it, it allowed me to grow a lot in a lot of different ways. So I think I already know the answer to this question, but let me um, let me ask this question: Do you think that he wished it was different? Well, <laughs> um, definitely not now. <laughs> Sometimes, right. sometimes right. while it was happening, probably. Right. Um, I mean, he said to me one time, he said, I don't know why all my other friends have passed away and I'm still here. And, you know, I was just like, well, there must be something else you need to do um, before it's your time. And 
and maybe that something else was just the gift of the peace that he had mm-hmm. um, when he passed away. And I, I just, I, I don't know. I just want so, that so much for other people. Um, and just, pr- that's my prayer, you know, for other people that they can have experienced that peace and that joy um, and be almost excited about, you know, if it's your time to be excited about, you know, the, the fact that you get to go be with God now. Right. Well, I think your open openness and vulnerability throughout this entire series and the retreat that we did has been um, an amazing witness to uh, what God calls us to. And so I can only imagine the abundance by which he is going to pour forth as a result of all of this. And so thank you for just being willing to share what is a beautiful yet probably sometimes still difficult story to share. Well, thank you. For everything that you have done. <clears throat> is there anything else we've left out before we take leave here? I'm sure there are things, but I think this is a good place to close. Well, I think it's appropriate for you to close us in prayer. I will give it a How's try. Okay. <laughs> okay. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Uh, happy Easter to everyone. Um, may every day be like Easter for us. May we experience the hope of eternity, the hope of the resurrection the hope that Jesus has given us, um, even though he suffered, um, even though he has wept, even though he has felt betrayed and abandoned, just um, allow us to absorb that into our minds and in our hearts and to just uh, always be grateful to God and grateful to the gifts that he's given us and to allow him to always work in the difficult times And I just ask that you please be with all of those who are experiencing extremely difficult times now. Um, Times may get harder ahead, but I just pray, God, that you will constantly be with uh, everyone who is listening to this podcast. May Almighty God bless you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Well, that's a wrap. Um, God bless everyone. And uh, please share with uh, your friends and family and people you don't know. Um, This is a very powerful um, uh, podcast of a real life story uh, that has been shared by AJ over this last 47 days. So God bless you. We'll see you. Bye. Bye.